So, wherever you are in the world, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to you. It's nice to be back with another podcast. This is Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Salia Lantman, but most people just call me Landy. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the big holidays in Taiwan. All these holidays originate from China, so they are also celebrated in China as well as Taiwan. But the tradition still lives on here. So the biggest one in the year is Chinese New Year. Now, for our listeners in Taiwan, there will be no new news in this podcast. They will probably know all these little things. But maybe for our listeners from abroad who doesn't know so much about the、um, Chinese and Taiwanese history and culture, that might be a little more interesting for them. But、uh, our Taiwanese listeners can also listen. And maybe practice a little bit of English while they're doing that, and see if they agree with everything that's being said. So let's talk about Chinese New Year first. So Chinese New Year is the biggest holiday of the year. It's usually depending on how it falls because it uses the lunar calendar. It's not always the same. It moves around a little bit. That from the end of January towards the middle of February, somewhere there will be Chinese New Year. And the people of Taiwan are very hardworking people. And this week or five days or one week off that they get. At Chinese New Year, for many of them, that's the only holiday they will take in the whole year. They won't really use their annual leave, because many workers in Taiwan, they work towards their Chinese New Year bonus. That is the big time of the year for companies to say thank you to their employees, and to reward them for hard work. So many people will not actually take other holidays during the year, because even though it's not really official policy. There are some companies who will penalize their workers if they take holidays that are too long. So m- most people will just take one day here, maybe two days there, and then they wait for Chinese New Year, and that's their long holiday of the year. So the people are extremely hardworking and very much looking forward to Chinese New Year, not only for the bonus but also for the time they get off to rest. And Chinese New Year, there's a huge migration of people because people traditionally go back to their hometown. Now in Taiwan, many people work in the north because many jobs are available in the north. But just before Chinese New Year, many of them will then travel south or to the middle of Taiwan or to the east or the west, wherever it may be, to be with their families. And as you can imagine, in China it's enormous. In Taiwan it's not so massive because Taiwan is much smaller and people can get to where they want to be. But tickets have to be booked well in advance if you want to get home for Chinese New Year. So usually the holiday will start a day or so before actually Chinese New Year, so people can get home. Then when they get home, the Chinese New Year's Eve, there's a big family dinner, and traditionally the people will eat fish during this dinner, and they will also hand out red envelopes. Now these red envelopes contain money, so parents will give their children red envelopes. When the children grow up, they will give red envelopes to their parents again. So it's like a, a circle. And、uh, most of the time, the children they get the red envelope, but they can't really keep the money. Often, very often, the parents will take the the money back and put it in the bank for them. But on Chinese New Year Eve, they get these envelopes and they feel rich for a short time. Also, it's a, it's a time for fireworks. They set off firecrackers and fireworks. I want to tell you a story that happened to me not long after I arrived here in Taiwan. I would think I was here for two or three weeks only, and I, I arrived in January, so it was very close to Chinese New Year. And then a few of us saw in the local English newspaper there's an organization who would like foreigners to spend a Chinese New Year with a Taiwan family. We were all very excited. We found the address. We've managed to find it. We walked there. 
we got there and we say, oh, we were interested to go and spend Chinese New Year with a Taiwan family. And there were not that many families who were willing to take somebody. So I didn't have a family to go to. But one of the workers in this organization, I believe this organization was called something like International Village or something like that. Anyway, I went with one of these workers to the countryside to her family's home. That was a great experience. I remember very clearly the night after dinner when the parents handed out red envelopes to the children. They told this lady that I went with that they also wanted to give me a red envelope if it's okay, if I will accept. Of course I would because at that time I was teaching very few hours and they gave me a red envelope with quite a lot of money inside. I was absolutely over the moon. I remember it could actually pay for like two weeks of my rent at that stage. And then they gave me a leather jacket as well. One of the sons that have, that were grown up already and had left the house. It was his jacket, brand new jacket, like pilot leather jacket. And very funnily, they gave me a pair of underpants. Why, I don't know, but I got all these gifts to take away from this, this great weekend away. Then after we had the red envelopes, they said, okay, we're going to set up some firecrackers and fireworks now. So we had these little um, rockets that we shot up in the air. This is now... I won't say it was a farm, but it was countryside. Around us were farms. And I remember when it was my turn to launch a rocket, the angle was wrong. So the rocket didn't go up enough. It actually went more horizontal. And it landed in a farmer's field. And he started a fire. (laughs) And the two brothers had to run over there and put out the fire while I just stood there laughing. And nobody was really angry with me. Maybe because I was a guest. I don't know. I remember that. And they came back all out of breath, but, but laughing. And it was, a, it was great fun. And I was very, very grateful for this chance to really experience a real Chinese New Year evening with a family. So that is the biggest holiday of the year for the Taiwan people is, is Chinese New Year. And uh, for the reasons that I just mentioned. Now, the next big holiday that they have in Taiwan, the reason why this holiday is being observed is also because of something that happened in China. And that is the Dragon Boat Festival. Now, Dragon Boat Festival is an interesting one. Let me just uh, tell you something first. Dragon Boat Festival is usually in June and the people in Taiwan believe even though sometimes in May, even April, April, May, June, it's already very, very hot. But in Taiwan, they believe after Dragon Boat Festival is done, that's when the summer really starts. So Dragon Boat Festival is usually in June. Now, the story is that there was a poet in China, Zhu Yen, and he was an advisor to the emperor. But the emperor didn't want to listen to him and actually banished him. And he was very, very sad when he was banished. So he tied a heavy stone around his body and he jumped into the river and he committed suicide. The people were very sad about this because he was much loved. And during Dragon Boat Festival, the people eat a special kind of dumpling. It's a pretty big dumpling. It's a sticky rice. And inside the sticky rice dumpling, sometimes they put some pork or some meat or some egg and then they wrap it in a bamboo leaf. So the the full name of this dish in English is actually sticky rice dumpling wrapped in a bamboo leaf. But here in Taiwan, we just use the Chinese word, which is chongzhe, and uh, because the English is just too long. But it's pretty tasty, and they usually eat it with a sweet chili sauce. Of course, you cannot have too many because it's, it's pretty fattening. The reason why I tell you about this food is that the story goes when this poet jumped into the water, and the people were pretty upset, They threw these dumplings, they made these dumplings, these sticky rice dumplings, and they threw them into the river because they wanted the fish 
not to eat the body of the poet that's lying there at the bottom of the river with a stone around him. They wanted the fish to eat the rice so they would leave the body alone of this beloved poet. So that's the story why we eat the sticky rice dumpling wrapped in a bamboo leaf on that day, the Dragon Boat Festival. And then, as it says, Dragon Boat Festival, there are also Dragon Boat races. Many teams, university teams, company teams, they start practicing one month, two months before actual Dragon Boat Day. And then they compete on the rivers here in Taiwan, many, many different races. And that comes from, also, the, the story goes that these Dragon Boats went up and down the river looking for this poet. So that's another reason why the people, uh, up to this, they have these Dragon Boat races and the big races are even on TV. But many people venture down to the riverside, have a picnic there and watch the Dragon Boat races. Quite exciting. So that's the Dragon Boat Festival. I would say the second biggest one of the year. Then I want to share one more with you. And that is the Mid-Autumn Festival, also known as the Moon Festival. The story goes that in China, like I told you, these stories all come from China. But they are still uh, celebrated here in Taiwan. The story goes that there was a, a man called uh, Hou Yi and his wife Chang'e. So this king, Hou Yi, with his bow and arrow, shot down nine sons. Because at that time, the story goes, there were ten sons and it was incredibly hot. So he shot down nine, so the world will be a little bit cooler. Then the queen mother was so grateful that she gave him this medicine that will make him live forever. Ever. But he didn't, he didn't want to take the medicine. So he gave it to his wife, who is Chang'e. And he said, you look after this medicine. But then some people came to her and said, give us this medicine. So she, so she quickly swallowed it. And then because she swallowed this medicine, she could fly. And she flew to the moon. Exactly when it was mid-autumn, when the moon was at its brightest. And now she lives there on the moon in a palace. That's how the story goes. Most likely just a fable. So on this day... On Moon Festival Day or Mid-Autumn Festival Day, as we spoke earlier, food is very important in the Taiwan culture. And on this day, people eat moon cakes. They eat these little moon cakes that are actually quite filling. And for some people, not that great, but they eat it on that day. They also eat pomelos on those days. It's that time of the year when the pomelos are ripe. And then a little tradition here in Taiwan that was started not too long ago is it also on Moon Festival. This is now part of the original festival, but more like a local one. And that is that people have a barbecue. People have barbecue in the parks or outside their houses. And because the, the moon is right out there, they can sit and barbecue and watch the moon and have a great time, which I think is a great addition to the festival. And what they also do is they, when they peel the pomelo, they peel it in such a way that they can actually put it on their heads. So for fun, some people will, will put wear these pomelo hats, but that's just uh, for fun. It's not really it's something that you have to do. So those are the three big holidays that, that people look forward to and enjoy here in Taiwan. The Chinese New Year, the Dragon Boat Festival, and then the Moon Festival or Mid-Autumn Festival. So I hope for our listeners who don't know so much about the culture, that will give them some insight. And uh, they will understand better why these holidays are observed and why people enjoy them so much. So that brings us to the end of another episode in our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We will see you again next week. Goodbye.